Our Father, who? Yes? Don't interrupt me. I'm praying. But you called me. Called you? I didn't call you. I was praying. Our Father, who art in heaven. There. You did it again. Did what? Called me. You said, Our Father, who art in heaven. Here I am. What's on your mind? But I didn't mean anything by it. I was, you know, just saying my prayers for the day. I always say the Lord's Prayer. It makes me feel good. Sort of like getting a job done. All right. Go on. Hallowed be thy name. Hold it. What do you mean by that? By what? By hallowed be thy name. It means... It means... Good grief. How should I know what it means? It's just part of the prayer. By the way, what does it mean? It means honoured, holy, wonderful. Ah, that makes sense. I never thought about what hallowed meant before. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Do you really mean that? Of course. Why not? What are you going to do about it? Do nothing, I suppose. I just think it would be rather good if you got control of things down here, the way you have up there. Have I got control of you? Well, I go to church. That isn't what I asked you. What about that bad temper? You've really got a problem there, you know. Stop picking on me. I'm just as good as some of those hypocrites down at the church. Excuse me, but I thought you were praying for my will to be done. If that is to happen, it will have to start with the ones who are praying for it. Like you, for example. Oh, all right. I guess I do have a few hang-ups. Now that you mention it, I probably could name some others. So could I. I haven't thought about it much, but I would really like to cut out some of those things. I'd really like to know how to be free. Good. Now we're getting somewhere. We'll work together, you and I. Some real victories can be won. I'm proud of you. Look, Lord, I need to finish this up here. This is taking longer than it usually does. Give us this day our daily bread. You need to cut out the bread. You're a little overweight as it is. Hey, wait a minute. What is this? Here I am, doing my religious duty, and all of a sudden, you break in and remind me of all my faults. Praying is a dangerous thing. You could end up changed, you know. That's what I'm trying to bring across to you. You called me, and I'm here. It's too late to stop now. Keep on praying. I'm interested in the next part of your prayer. Well, go on. I'm scared to. Scared of what? I know what you'll say. Try me and see. Forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. What about Peter Brown? See, I knew you'd bring him up. Why, Lord, he told a lot lies about me and he cheated me out of some money. I swear that I'll get even with him. But your prayer, what about your prayer? I didn't mean it. Well, at least you're honest. But it's not much fun carrying around that load of fitness inside, is it? No, but I'll feel better as soon as I get even. Have I got some plans for old Peter? You won't feel any better, you'll feel worse. Revenge isn't sweet. Think of how unhappy you really are. But I'll change all that. You will? How? Forgive Peter, then I'll forgive you. Then the hate and sin will be Peter's problem, and not yours. You may lose the money, but you will have settled your heart. It doesn't sound easy, but deep down, I know it'll be worth the effort. Thank you, Lord, for helping me through this. Now, let me finish my prayer. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. Jesus' teaching on prayer. 
One day Jesus was praying and in a certain place when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, you say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and, and lead us not into temptation. Thank you, Ethan. That was lovely. So you might have uh, been able to tell that we've got some themes going through the service so far. Um, the first part, uh, I would say, is prayer and getting to getting talking to God. Um, obviously, we've mentioned lots of things about the Lord's Prayer and how. Uh, you, what that means and, and what, sh- what that should mean for you. Um, in the video clip, apologise if you weren't able to hear everything, but basically uh, Evan's asking God uh, to, uh, to help him achieve what he told people he was going to do. So he, he was a politician, and for anyone who's not seen it, and he, in his campaign to get elected had said, we're going to change the world. And as he's about to start his job, is where we see the video clip, and he's, at that point, asking God for help to do that. Evan also mentions about uh, the prayers, sorry, prior to that point, he's, he's been discussing it with his wife, and he mentions his wife's prayer, but his children have also been praying, and his wife has a discussion with him about what they've prayed for. So one of his sons asks for... Uh, the something to do with the dog. I, I, it's he, he meets a, a stray dog, and, and obviously a, a child who meets a dog uh, seems to want to pray about that dog being safe. Um, and his other son, in anticipation of uh, a family trip, is praying about that. Evan's wife asks uh, for the family to be closer, and, and, and Evan in the clip mentions that. He agrees with that, but then he also asks for uh, the ability to change the world. And, you know, what we need to be looking at is things you might ask for. What you pray for might be similar to those things. So if you're a a child, you, you 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 might be asking for something which you see around you. You might be wanting to pray for your brothers and sisters, your teacher at school, your mum and dad. Uh, you, know, you might be praying for, for a neighbour. So there's lots of things you can pray for. It, what you pray doesn't need to be complicated. Um, and obviously everyone else can also start praying in that way. That's not something which is just going to apply to the youngest of us. Um, but as we grow older and our lives become different 
Um, we may want to pray for different things. And Evan's wife's prayer reflects that she wants to pray for her family and that they are closer. So, you know, you, if you are young, there's a few youngsters here, your mum and dad might be praying that you get closer to them and might be praying for you so that, you know, as a family you are, you are able to do things together. Um, and that's what, that's what uh, Evan's wife's prayer means. Also, um, you know, we should be inspired what Evan, by what Evan prays for. Um, he asks for, uh, to be able to change the world. And you know, I, I don't think any of us, when praying, would uh, think that we can't ask God for anything. Um, and obviously, if we understand how powerful God is, then that's, that, you know, that in the end might mean we're asking for things which do change the world. But all of these things together mean something. They all mean that our relationship with God is, is going to improve. We should, call, we should call God our friend. He should be someone we are able to talk to and ask for things from. Now I want you all to do something now. So I want you all to think of something which might have been of concern to you. So anything, don't need to tell anyone else, just need to think it yourself. I'll give you a second to do that. So, whatever that thing you've thought of is, you can give that to God. You can pray about that thing. It doesn't matter what it is. Give that to God so that he can start something with that. We are going to have some prayers of intercession shortly. Um, basically, for those who may be here for the first time, what that means is the prayers for uh, prayers which we as a church want to pray about, be that about our community, be that concerns which we have in general and they've been written in the book of prayer we've, we've got. Um, that doesn't mean to say you can't pr- add whatever you want to that prayer yourself. But we will, we will uh, as, a, as a full church, we'll pray about those things. So uh, shortly, uh, someone will come up and, and pray about all those things. Um, so take that opportunity, add the prayer which you've just thought of to those prayers. And what we'll go on to in the next video clips, we'll see some other things which are happening. We'll see how the prayers of each part of the Baxter family move towards being answered so we'll be able to see some uh, perhaps not straightforward answers to prayer but we'll be able to see how you go from the start and where that moves forward and and at least some of them will be entertaining um, and yeah, basically we'll uh, we'll see how through the clips how there is a a answering of prayer Amen. Uh, we'll now move on to. Is Brian? <laughs> Nothing's too big, big, big. I can never t- tire of watching that line, that, that little bit of a clip. Because obviously, in case you haven't realised it, Morgan Freeman is playing God.
And, and clearly, God is saying what happens in prayer. And I have to say that my experience is like that. You know, if I pray for something, I don't get it, but I get the opportunity to live it. And sometimes my eyes are shut. And when the opportunity comes, I miss it. And really what it talks about when you pray is that you are actually listening and taking the opportunities that God gives you, using them and moving on in God's strength. It's one of the best secular films I've ever seen this, which is why we picked it to do our sermon on this morning. We're going to ask you in a minute to pray, as John has mentioned already, our prayers of intercession. Before we do that, um, we're going to, or Nathan is going to read you a poem. Now, as some of you will know, they celebrate, no, not celebrated, that's not the right word. Well, it, perhaps it is. But they remembered the Battle of the Somme a few weeks ago and how it happened a hundred years ago. And all the people who sacrificed their lives for their friends and for their country who passed away that both sides in what was supposedly or according to history the worst fight in the war when we said to the boys we were doing the church service today we asked some of them to take part in sketches as you've seen some of them volunteered to some of them were Shanghai some of them volunteered and haven't turned up But the first thing Nathan said to us was, can he read a poem to remember those people who serve in our armed forces? And we immediately said, without batting an eyelid, yes, of course you can. So Nathan is going to read this to you now. It's called Taking a Stand. It's not something Nathan's big on doing, speaking in front of public people. So this is a big step for him. So, can I ask you all to stand, please, if you're able. I ask you to stand with me for both the injured and the lost. I ask you to keep count with me of all the wars and what they cost. I ask you to be silent with me, quietly grateful for our lot, as I expect you're as thankful as me for the health and life we've got. I ask that you wish them well with me, all those still risking their all. And I ask that you remember with me the names of those that fall. I expect that you are proud like me of this great nation of ours too. So, enjoying all its freedoms like me, support those upholding them for you. I hope that you are hopeful like me, that will soon bring an end to wars. So you will have to stand no more with me, and mourning families no different from yours. Till then, be thankful you can stand with me, thinking of those who now cannot. 
for standing here today with me, at least we show they're not forgot. The second reading continues the reading from Luke. Luke chapter 11, verses 5 to 13. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek. And you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or... If he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So obviously in the clip uh, and the previous clip, we see a moving on. God's answering the prayer, but I don't think it's unusual, the same as the Baxter family, we don't always understand where and how God's answering prayer in our lives. We, We can see situations happening, and obviously we've got to be tuned into God to be able to see and act upon those things Colin mentioned about making sure we have our eyes open to be able to see what uh, we can do and see God's opportunities in our lives. The second part of the sermon today is, in short, action and obedience, which is probably basically I, I would like to have had a t-shirt which said prayer action obedience and been able to uh, encourage everyone to do certain things because actually you know prayer isn't the end prayer's the start um, don't be surprised if you're part of the answer to your own prayer We pray for lots and lots of different things. And that can't be, you know, there can't be a sweeping statement which says, just do this in this situation. But there are general, you know, you can see that there may be an answer to something. So are you able to help resolve a problem that you see? 
So you're praying about a problem. Can you help in any way to solve that? If you're praying for somebody who is hungry, are you able to provide a meal to that person? We see much conflict in our world and in our country and in our lives. And I'd say, are you able to be a peacemaker where there is hatred and conflict? Can you provide hope for the hopeless? Can you provide strength for the weak? What we do, although our prayers will be in private, should be seen to be of God. We should be able to see that by our actions, God is working in the world. One of the things we do, obviously, pretty much everyone will know this, is we go out into the community, hand these each week to a different street, um, and you know, part of doing that is so that so we know how we are known in the community. We aren't just a church and people have to come to us. We go out to the community and try and engage people where they are. And the prayers we get back sometimes, you know, we just have to give them to God because we can't understand that situation. We get very limited information. But we know that God can take that prayer and, and run with it. In other situations, we may be able to help. So I pray that we are all open to that opportunity to do so. From the last clip particularly, I would say you've got to appreciate that God may answer prayers, but you know, not in the way we want or expect. Um, I think if we think that what we plan is going to be what happens, we're probably going to be, well, yeah, we, that, it isn't what going, to, going to be what happens. It just isn't. We don't, we don't have that um, ability to predict what will happen. But God says, ask and you shall receive. So we leave it with God and he can make, make, uh, make a plan and and hopefully those things will all come together. The last tip also uh, <laughs> suggests that we need to be faithful when we can't see the bigger picture. Uh, obviously, Evan has prayed for something, yet he... And it's like he's prayed for something and God's told him what he wants him to do. He's told him he wants him to build an ark. But Evans, not in a, or not believing that's what what, uh, what his prayer would lead to, and therefore doesn't take it on. He just ignores what God's asking for. When we see our next clip, we'll see how uh, things play out once Evan beco- becomes faithful to what God's asking him to do. We also need to think about how we might need to do something physically. You might not be in the right place to answer the prayer. If you feel that God's saying you need to be doing something at a certain place or doing something with a certain person, then that might be because he's going to present an opportunity to you. 
And sometimes I think we need to remember that God, if we pray for something, God might provide us with a way to do that. So if we pray for a meal, God might only provide the ingredients. We have to go out and do something so that that prayer is fulfilled. I want you to remember uh, what I asked you earlier. I asked you to think of something which you were concerned of and give that to God. So I want you to remember that again. Think of that again. And I want you to consider how God might be giving that back to you. Whatever situation that was, whatever concern that was, whatever, whoever that person was you wanted to pray about, whatever that situation was, is God giving that back to you to keep praying about? Is he giving it back to you so you might help in some way? Or is he giving it back to you so you might learn from that situation? So, I encourage everyone to pray. But when you're praying, I encourage you to realise that that's not the end. When you pray, that's the start of the story. You may then be called to be faithful and obedient following that so that your prayers are answered. And that doesn't matter what prayer it is. And... I liked in the, uh, the reading we had, God tells us we, we can ask for anything. And in some ways, it seems like a bit of a challenge to pray for things which we think could never happen. You know, God says, you know, even if you turn up at someone's door, you know, and under how you would expect people to act under friendship, that that person would turn you away, he says that we should, uh, we should have... Oh, we should do that because you know, it, what we ask for will be provided because we've had the audacity to do it. So turn that, turn that into what you do in your prayers. Be challenged to ask for things far beyond what you might expect. God is the God of all the world and he's powerful so he can answer whatever we ask for. So we're going to have another video clip shortly. Um, that's uh, so that will be at the end. But I just wanted to say something about that. Um, the final video clip shows how prayers of the family are answered. But by in answering those prayers, God hasn't done that by somebody asking something and it being given on a plate. There has been a process and basically people have, have had to fulfil their part in how, it's, how God's uh, sort of answered that prayer. Um, so you'll see that in the last clip. That'll be after we've had, uh, had some final... Worship. So I'll pass it to Brian. Hello. Hello. Hello.